Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host Viz from Walking Dead Now. I want to welcome all of our viewers. If you are joining us for the first time and want more information about our show, please visit us on the web at deadtalklive.com. And as always, if you haven't already done so, please visit us on YouTube. Our channel's name is called Walking Dead Now. And please go ahead and subscribe. If you're there right now, please go ahead and hit the thumbs up button on this broadcast. I hope everyone's enjoying their evening tonight. I want to welcome all of our viewers. Carlos is with us. Uh, Maria's with us. Khaleesi, Lazar, Brian, Lindsay's with us on Facebook. On the Instagram side, we have Zachary joining us. Kaylee is saying hello. Welcome to all you guys on Instagram. Mary Martins42 is joining us. Uh, like I said, I hope everyone's having a good night. And uh, I really hope you guys got to see our interview last night with Benedict Samuel, uh, the leader of the wolves on The Walking Dead. Uh, another great chat. He was great. He was fantastic. I love it when we have antagonists on Dead Talk Live on this show right here. Uh you know, people really only know them from their characters, and it's really great when I have antagonists as my guests, because people get to see them in real life. And I get a barrage of messages afterwards, like, wow, you know, I really hated Dante, I really hated Jared, I really hated Owen, but they're so nice. Now, you know, I can't hate them anymore. I think that's great. <laughs> uh, you know, talking to villains is is fascinating, you know, and The Walking Dead does have its share of villains as well as, you know, the good guys, which in my opinion, good guys, bad guys in the post-apocalyptic world, eh, it's a matter of perspective, you know, on who's good and who's bad. So anyway, I think it's great. Uh on how you guys get to see what they're like in real life. And what I love about this show, you know, what we do here is we give them the full one-hour spotlight, not just a five-minute talk, you know, here and there. Uh, and you get to really get to know them a lot. And I think that's great. Uh, so let's see what we have going on. I don't know if you guys uh, saw our posting, but we got some major news today. Uh, we are going to be getting one of the biggest stars on The Walking Dead World Beyond. That's the new spinoff show that is premiering right after The Walking Dead finale this coming Sunday. Uh, Aaliyah Royale, who portrays Iris Bennett uh, on The World Beyond show, is going to be our special guest on Tuesday, October 6th. Uh, the whole plotline of World Beyond really revolves around Aaliyah's character, Iris, going out from the safety of their walls for her to go out and find out what's going on with her father. He apparently sends some kind of distress signal. He works for the CRM, apparently, and he's afraid of for his life. So uh, Iris, uh, Aaliyah's character, and a bunch of her friends set out from the uh, safety of behind their walls to confront the world, the zombie world that awaits them outside those walls and uh, go on a trek to find, uh, you know, Dr. Bennett and find out what's going on. That's where the CRM is going to come into play. Uh, we are super jazzed to have Aaliyah be joining us uh, a week from tonight, Tuesday, October 6th. You guys are not going to want to miss it. It is going to be kick-ass. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, what makes this even more exciting is that come Monday morning, after people have seen the premiere of World Beyond, Aaliyah is going to be a superstar. She's going to be a superstar. Uh, the World Beyond has not aired a single episode yet, so people don't know the characters. And after the premiere happens, you know, this coming Sunday, uh, there's going to be a, you know, a lot of new superstars on the stage in the Walking Dead universe. And Aaliyah is going to be one of them. So like I said, super jazzed uh, to have her with us. You know, I've been promising you guys to keep tuning in. 
because things here at that talk live are going to be taken to a completely brand new level um i mentioned a while ago that we are working with amc and i want to send a very special thank you to amc uh they are the ones who hooked us up with Aliyah, uh as well as uh you know working with us and we're working uh, we're developing this relationship between dead talk live and amc they are great they are fantastic and i'm just so thankful for the opportunity that they have given me and my team here at dead talk live it's a dream come true uh like i said guys there's a lot more coming sooner than you think um and as soon as stuff gets confirmed the news will be posted on our social media so all i can say for now is keep tuning in because uh stuff is going to be happening quickly and a lot sooner than you think so you know keep tuning in guys because uh a lot of great stuff is coming our way and i can't wait to share it with you uh so and of course i want to thank all of you guys our viewers we started dead talk live about five months ago with maybe a total of 10 viewers now five months later we're averaging four to sixteen thousand viewers you know on the live plus 24 hours after per episode um we have had well over a dozen guests that have been on the walking dead uh mainly cast and crew members as well and uh just thank you guys for tuning in every night uh no way did i think you know today's episode 158 i believe yeah tonight is our 158th episode so we started on april 25th and we've been going every day since and today is our 158th episode, and we're just psyched. There's no way we could have imagined this uh, was going to go to this kind of level so quickly. And here we are, though. Here we are five months later, and it's all because of you guys who tune in and watch. And thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and from on behalf of my entire team here at Dead Talk Live. We all thank you for tuning in and watching our show uh let's see what's going on in the chat nia is giving us smiley love face uh let's see uh nia is also waving at us megan is with us on instagram as well standing goal is saying hello hello to standing goal uh, a lot of new people have come in uh megan uh is here let's see johnny's also here samuel Welcome to all you guys on Instagram. Joanne has just joined us. Um, let's see. Uh, ben is also with us on the YouTube side. Let's see what we've got going on. Star Guitar. Goddess has joined us on YouTube. Twice Better is with us on YouTube. Lindsay Sparks is with us on Facebook saying, I love your show, Viz, and I love The Walking Dead. That's awesome, Lindsay. It's great for you to be here with us every night. Ellie is with us on YouTube saying, love this show. Thank you, Ellie. Rose is saying hello on Facebook. Aaron on Facebook writes, keep it up, Viz. You are doing an awesome job. And so is your, uh, uh, sorry, so is your member of the Walking Dead Now team. We thank you. We appreciate that very much uh nicholas is uh with us on facebook as well so let's see what else we got we got two new video submissions in the last 24 hours and um one of them is from hard productions and the second one is from cat uh, because of some copyright restrictions in certain countries i'm not going to be able to play hard productions video but it is posted throughout our social media account on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, it's a great video by Hard Productions. Uh, the reason why I can't play it because I don't want uh, our show, Dead Talk Live, to be restricted and have this episode not aired 
because we do have viewers from around the world. So I'm not going to be able to play that video. I am, however, going to be able to play Kat's video. Uh, that was posted several hours ago. Uh, it's a video about the topic that we're doing tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about Glenn and Maggie. So let's go ahead and check it out. Here's the uh, latest video from Kat. Glenn and Maggie, here it is. What's the time? Seems it's already morning. I see the sky. It's so beautiful and blue. The TV's on, but the only thing showing is a picture of you. Oh, I get up and make myself some coffee. I try to read a bit. Stories too thin. I thank the Lord above. You're not here to see me in the shape I'm Spending my
So there you guys have it. You know, uh, I see you guys really liked it. That's an awesome video. Thank you, Kat, for sending that in. It is emotional. It is an emotional video. Uh, you know, just uh, seeing Maggie and Glenn and what they, where they started from, what they had to endure, what ended up happening to Glenn. It's 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 heartbreaking. Um, CC Weezy on YouTube writes, "Damn, that was good." Uh, Sylvia on Facebook writes, "This is one awesome video. I miss Maggie and Glenn." Yes, yes, Maggie, we're getting back. Glenn, uh, you know, it looks like we're going to see Glenn again in the uh, Tales of the Walking Dead anthology series. It's not confirmed, but a lot of rumors are flying out that we're going to be seeing Stephen Yen back as uh, back in the role of Glenn. I really hope that's happening. That's going to happen because that's that's just awesome to uh, just to be able to see Glenn again and see what he was doing at the start of the apocalypse. Uh, so, anyway, let's get on to some news, all right? Uh, Judith Grimes shares a scene with Maggie in the season 10 finale. Speaking of Maggie, the Walking Dead star Lauren Cohen confirms she uh, shares a scene with the older Judith Grimes, played by Kaylee Fleming, in the season 10 finale, where Cohen's Maggie reunites with our old friends after several years away. The reunion coming at the close of the Whisperer War, pitting Judith and the other survivors against Beta, played by Ryan Hurst, and a sprawling zombie horde is years in the making. It was Maggie who delivered Judith via an emergency C-section in the third season episode called Call a Killer Within. After Carl shot Lori to prevent his mother from reanimating, Maggie cradled the newborn when taking Judith to meet de facto dad, Rick Grimes. The whole reason they put the whole de facto there is because Shane was Judith is Judith's real dad. I think they're going to have, uh, you know, years of heart-to-heart talks. Cohen said of Maggie's relationship with Judith during the Walking Dead Universe preview special. I was excited because Judith has a sense of who Maggie is and Maggie's going to get to come back and develop this friendship who, as the audience already knows, has a lot more wisdom than you'd expect for her years. Maggie is someone that Judith can learn and rely on. Cohen goes on to say, noting that she sees a meaningful connection with these two. It was really nice to work with Kaylee in this uh, so far final uh, episode we did for season 10. Cohen added a certain doom, which will be followed by six all new episodes extending season 10 into early 21. Uh, Cohen is already back in Georgia for filming on at least one episode that will resolve certain mysteries about Maggie's years-long absence. So that pretty much confirms that at least one of the six extra episodes that we're getting, uh, we're going to find out what Maggie's been up to all these years, if not all six. Uh, Judith's mother, Michonne, uh, recently headed north in search of Rick, after discovering evidence he did not die in the bridge explosion as once believed. So far, this revelation is a secret shared only by Judith and Michonne, who left Judith and little brother RJ in the care of Uncle Daryl, of course, played by Norman Reedus. So, never really thought about. We all been wondering about what's going to happen between Maggie and Negan, we never really thought about what's going to be like between Judith and uh, Maggie. Maggie did deliver her. Uh, you know, Judith sees Maggie as Aunt Maggie. Uh, that's going to be fascinating. That's going to be fascinating. I'm really kind of stoked about that to see what's going on. Uh, Brian on YouTube writes, Maggie's having a long vacation. <laughs> yeah. You can, that's one word, that's one way to put it. Anyway, next on the list, 
Why the Walking Dead's Maggie Ree deserves a spinoff. The flagship series in the Walking Dead television franchise is coming to an end after its extended, you know, 11th season that's going to run over two years. Yet not all the characters from the original series will be going away. AMC has announced two spinoffs, including one starring Carol and Daryl. However, the spinoffs may not stop there. Actress Lauren Cohen mentioned there would uh, likely be more series in the Walking Dead world. Comments that will likely get her fans excited about what this could mean for her character, Maggie Ree. Because while Carol and Daryl are fan favorites, Maggie Ree also deserves a spinoff for several reasons. While some uh, fun stories could come out of the Daryl and Carol television show, announcing it ahead of time kind of ruins the fun of anticipating who survives the final season of The Walking Dead. With that in mind, announcing any other spinoff shows for current cast members should wait until the main series comes to an end. However, anyone who reads the comics knows that Maggie plays a large role at the end of that storyline. The television series has seen the loss of many characters that survived in the comics. A perfect example is Carl Grimes, who lived to the conclusion of the comics and even tells his story to his daughter. Furthermore, his wife is Carol's daughter, Sophia, who we all know we lost way back in season two. However, both Carl and Sophia died on the TV series, so their marriage and family can't exist on the TV show. On the other hand, Judith, who died in the comics, is still alive on the TV show and could act as a substitute for Carl. Another character that plays a significant role in the final issue of the comic book series is Maggie's son, Herschel. The comics reveal Maggie didn't have much time to raise Herschel on her own because she took over leadership of the Commonwealth as its elected president. In this storyline, Rick Grimes and company tried to fit into the new world of the Commonwealth but found themselves in the middle of a civil war. Due to the separation of the haves and have-nots in the community, Things had to change. In the end, Maggie was elected president. Michonne was named a Commonwealth's judge. And Rick died. And to explain the have and have nots uh, comment that they just made. I've mentioned this before on the show. The When we meet the Commonwealth, it is a large community. 50,000 strong. At least it was in the comics. I don't know if they're going to change that in the TV show or not. But it's a very large community that is divided into uh, a classification system. Basically, if you were important in life before the apocalypse, you are important in the commonwealth after the apocalypse. If you were not important before, you're not important after. And that's what sparks the whole uh, civil war in the commonwealth. Where Maggie does, uh, so yeah, Maggie does eventually become president of the Commonwealth. And uh, you got to see a pattern emerging with Maggie if they follow that storyline in the TV show as well. Uh, you know, she came to Alexandria Hilltop, they picked her to be the leader at Hilltop. Uh, she comes, you know, she's coming back to the TV show. We're about to meet the Commonwealth. If they do follow the same storyline, as they did in the comic books, and they end it with her becoming the leader of the Commonwealth. That's another town that, uh, you know, elected her as leader. So there's definitely a pattern emerging in Maggie and all her leadership skills. And I really truly believe that she owes a lot of that to Rick. Maggie learned a lot of stuff from Rick Grimes. Um, You know, she respected him, he respected her, he saw his responsibility towards Maggie more in the way of trying to take care of her 
just because of the respect he had for her her father, Herschel. But Maggie uh, learned a lot of stuff uh, from Rick Grimes. Absolutely. Now, let's see. Uh, rumors indicate the final season of The Walking Dead deals with the Commonwealth storyline and exploring life and society that is working on building a new world could be a fascinating direction for a spinoff led by Maggie Ree. Seeing the community develop a government and laws and dealing with whatever backlash occurs would be a great new angle for the franchise and a perfect fit for the character. Lauren Cohen left The Walking Dead to star in the new series, Whiskey Cavalier, that was canceled. And she is, of course, coming back in this finale. So, let's see. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Star Guitar on YouTube writes, Michonne Hawthorne Judd. Yep, Michonne. Uh, Let's see, Brian writes, they're only two years apart. CC Weezy writes, yes, Judith and little Herschel and Carl and Sophia. Oh, boy. So, uh, anyway, guys, let's move on to the next story here. The Walking Dead boss reveals details about season 10's additional episodes. Uh, Showrunner Angela Kang has revealed details about the, you know, season 10 bonus episodes. Earlier this summer, AMC announced the six extra episodes. Speaking on AMC's The Walking Dead Universe preview special, Kang explained that the episodes will almost play out like an anthology run and be more character-driven, but there is also a practical reason behind focusing on individual characters. The episodes are all designed to be filmed safely during this pandemic that we're in. She said there's sort of an anthological feel to some of them. They're really deep. Uh, dives into our characters, which I hope people enjoy. We've been enjoying working on something that's a little bit different from what we've been doing for the main part of season 10. Uh, We're just getting, we just get to feature different people and tell these little stories that all kind of add up to a picture of what our survivors are going through and that will lead us into season 11 eventually. Uh, Lauren Cohen, who plays Maggie, is one star who is currently in Georgia for the filming of the episodes. We're doing this big chunk of episodes. The next year, we come back to do 24 more. She said earlier this month, the Size Season 11 will air in two parts. The first half will be in 21, and the second half, including the series finale, will air a year later in 2022. Uh, a spin-off centered on Daryl and Carol has already been announced. And the final article that we have for tonight before we get on to our base topic, uh, showrunner Angela Kang promises epic clash in the season 10 finale. So over the course of the season, these groups have been engaged in kind of a cold war and now it's exploded into this full-on fight to possibly mutual destruction. She teased when discussing the ongoing war between the Whisperer-led Beta and the survivors. There's a lot to sco- there's a lot of scope to it. Lots of story threads going on with uh, our various heroes. It's big and fun. Angela continued, what we wanted to show was how massive Uh, disadvantage they are at and i don't know if you guys have seen all these extra little teasers that have been coming out uh where we actually they show you the actual size of the the walker horde it's massive it is huge uh i don't think in the 10 seasons of the walking dead have we ever seen a collection of zombies all in one place uh matching the size that we're going to see in this finale. I mean, if you haven't seen it, please see it. It's a, it's a teaser trailer. It's out. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's just flat out crazy. 
uh, Angela continued, but we wanted to show was how massive a disadvantage they are at. Uh, sorry, I already read that. This is a horde bigger than they've ever encountered, and this is after Carol was able to take out some of it at the caves. Some of it was taken out during the battle at Hilltop, so it really is this David and Goliath battle. While this episode titled A Certain Doom was supposed to bring uh, the season to an end, fans will now have six more installments to get stuck into before season 11 drops. This will be the final ever series of The Walking Dead seeing the post-apocalyptic drama wrap up in 2022. So there you guys go. Uh, there is actually another article here. Let me read you this before we go on. Uh, this is about The Walking Dead star. The title is The Walking Dead World Beyond Star sobbed for two hours straight in a grueling audition for one of the lead roles. Alexa Mansoor was put through the ringer in order to secure her role in World Beyond, the spin-off show that's going to drop after the finale. Well, while the show looks to be slightly lighter in tone compared to AMC's original series, Mansoor revealed that the audition process was extremely rigorous. She had already auditioned for The Walking Dead without success, but uh, said she resonated with her current character, Hope, on a much deeper level. Reflecting on the timeline, she admitted it was grueling. I started in April when I had the first audition, so two months go by, and in June, I get a call from my manager, like, uh, yep, Scott Gimple, Matt Negrete, and Jordan Vaught Roberts, the director of the pilot, want to meet with you. She continued, uh, I'm in the room with three different people, all actors that I've known for a while, just to kind of get me ready and get a different perspective. So I went and did that. It was great. Scott, Matt, Jordan, and I, we all got along really great, and the audition was amazing. However, it turns out that the casting agents weren't immediately convinced that Mansoor had the darkness in her to carry the role. I went in and read with all the other people that were going to play the other characters to see if there's any chemistry. I went in, and usually after that, you either got it or you don't, she went on. I go in there, I get a call from Scott and Matt, like, listen, AMC loves you, but they don't know if you're edgy enough. So we need to redo another audition. Uh, when it came uh, to the crunch, Mansoor found herself crying for hours on end in the final stages of auditioning. She continued, I was like, okay, this is number four at this point. So the next day, it's completely new scenes and totally different things that I had to learn. I went in there and it was basically a two-hour audition of me crying. Um, there were really sad scenes, she added. I remember leaving there and I was like, man, if AMC doesn't think I'm edgy enough after this, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to rob a bank or something. But I got the call the next day that I got the job and it was so worth it. So congratulations to her. They sounds like they really put her through the ringer, and I'm happy that she got the role. And can't and uh, I personally cannot wait uh, to see her in that role on Sunday, along with all the other characters and actors um, in World Beyond. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, let's see. Uh, CC Weezy started uh, binge watching Gotham last night because of our guest. Benedict, who uh, starred in Gotham. Uh, let's see. Star Guitar writes, I'm trying to figure out a plot for her. I just cannot find one. Anyway, guys, let's get started on tonight's topic, which I already mentioned. We're going to be talking about Glenn and Maggie's love story on The Walking Dead. Uh, 
uh, like every other relationship, this one also has had its ups and downs. So we're here to analyze their relationship from the very beginning. Uh, Glenn first meets Maggie uh, when her character is introduced in season two after Carl is accidentally shot by Otis and they're all led to the, uh, to the farm, the green farm. Uh, Rick carrying his gravely wounded son is led to the farm, which is run by Herschel and his daughters, one of whom is Maggie, and then of course Beth. Not long after, the rest of the group also end up on the farm, which is where they agree to stay until Carl has recovered, courtesy of Herschel fam Herschel's family uh, hospitality. While this isn't love at first sight, Glenn does appear to develop a crush on Maggie by the fleeting glances he steals her way and his subtle but notable efforts to strike up a friendship with her. We all remember season two Glenn. He was young, kind of awkward. Uh, remember turning to Dale for a lot of advice on various topics. Uh, we got a teaser into the beginning of Glenn and Maggie's relationship. Two episodes later, when Maggie volunteers to go to, to go to the pharmacy with Glenn for medical supplies. While Glenn is looking for a pregnancy test kit for Lori, he stumbles upon a box of condoms and picks it up to hide what he was really looking for. It's an awkward moment when he unsuccessfully tries to explain the situation. Uh, an amused Maggie then casually invites him to have sex with her. And Glenn accepts the offer, even though Maggie, Maggie clearly stated it wasn't likely they had any other options. So it's not a very flattering moment for Glenn. But hey, you know what? He'll take it, I guess. Maggie looks uh, at this as just a casual fling while Glenn hopes to see more come out of the encounter. The disappointment in his face is well shown when she insists that this is a one-time thing. Now, in season two, uh, Glenn quotes, here are some of Glenn's quotes. You know, we still have 11 condoms. Mag Maggie sarcastically, I keep wanting to say Magly. That's the whole uh, Glaggy, you know, name that they came up for Glenn and Maggie. So when I go to say Maggie, it always comes out Magly. I apologize for that. Uh, but I think the term guy, uh, Glaggy, I don't know. It doesn't click with me. Magly, which literally just came out of my mouth. I didn't think about it. I kind of like that better. But anyway, Maggie sarcastically replies, yeah, you see 11 condoms. I see 11 minutes of my life I will never get back. I don't even know if I like you. Damn, that's harsh. That's harsh. Uh, also very funny. Even though Maggie used to call him Walker Bait in reference to him being used as bait, for the walker in the well, she does genuinely care about him when she snaps at Lori for the group always seeming to use Glenn for the tasks that nobody wants to do just because he's too nice to say no. Uh, Summer writes, Brian listened to them are fighting words, but Glaggy is a very close second. Uh, Brian wrote, best relationship in the show. Take that, Rishon. Oh, oh, Brian, Brian, Brian. Ooh, yeah, I got to warn you about summer, man. You, you don't want to walk over that Rishon line, man. You don't want to go there. Trust me, Brian. You don't want to go there with summer. <laughs> yeah, don't want to say a bad thing about Rishon in front of summer. Uh <laughs> Uh, let's see, Brian goes on to write, Maggie did not play around. Uh, Lindsay on Facebook writes, I love how Glenn and Maggie's relationship built up from season to season. Summer is having a big laugh. Yeah, yeah, I've, 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 I've been down that road with Summer. And uh, you're not going to come out on top, Brian. 
uh cat writes hello just joining us welcome cat we played your video uh to start of the show everyone loved it uh welcome to denise on instagram also welcome to claude uh durham is laughing on instagram as well uh Balus is giving us a smiley love face on instagram Balus wants to know can i ask you a question you can absolutely go ahead and ask. Shalice uh, has given us a big smiley left face on Instagram as well. Welcome to all you guys. Uh, so let's keep going on. So uh, Glenn also earns Maggie's respect when he firmly tells her that he hated the nickname she gave him, Walker Bait. He tells her to stop calling him that, and she immediately reverts to calling him by his real name. In the sixth episode of season two, uh, they repeated their visit to the pharmacy for Lori's morning after pills. Only this time, Maggie gets attacked by a walker and is rescued by Glenn. This happens after Glenn discovers the walkers in the barn. Maggie begins to question the nature of walkers, and Glenn admits that the reason why he told the group about the walkers is because he cared about her and he didn't want her life to be endangered by her father's, uh, basically, misconceptions. Herschel believed that the walkers can be cured, and, uh, well, he was proven wrong by Shane, and that opened up his eyes. This is where she really started to care about Glenn, basically a turning point in their relationship. Uh, if you guys disagree with that being a turning point, please go ahead and share. Um, we, should all, we should also mention that Glenn froze at the shootout in the bar, which isn't usual for Glenn. He is always the one who dived into the most dangerous and daring situations. Uh, that is until he met Maggie. Maybe it was because now he had something to come home to, something to live for. Uh, but anyhow, season two is also when we see Herschel give his approval to Glenn's relationship with his daughter. He passes down his pocket watch to Glenn and says, quote, no man is good enough for your little girl until one is. Uh, Khaleesi writes, Glaggy's my favorite couple since season two. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the season two finale, after the farm has been overrun, Glenn finally tells Maggie that he loves her. Uh, in the, now going to season three, in the sixth episode, their relationship is put to the test. When they are ambushed by Merle and taken to Woodbury, where they are tortured for the location of the prison, which Maggie ultimately gives up, fearing for Glenn's life. There's also another scene uh, in the prison. I don't remember if this is season three or the early parts of season four, where Maggie and Glenn are up in the watchtower of the prison while Rick and the others are down looking for them. And both Maggie and Glenn come out of the watch tower in the prison, halfway dressed, getting dressed and putting on their clothes. And that gave Rick and everybody else a good laugh. You know, that was pretty funny as well. Welcome to Nick on Instagram. Welcome to Kenny on Instagram. And hello to Kindness on Instagram. Uh, after they get rescued by Rick and the group, Glenn and Maggie become distant. Neither of them was comfortable to talk about their ordeal, uh, in particular Maggie. If you all remember, the governor had made it appear to Glenn that he had already raped Maggie when he brought her to him during the interrogation. She was naked from the waist up and Glenn didn't know how to deal with it or be there for Maggie, which did cause a rift between them. And, of course, that delighted the governor because the guy was completely psycho. Uh, Summer writes, I wonder what they were doing up in that watchtower. I don't know. They were playing bingo. 
Uh, eventually, they did make up in uh, pure Glenn and Maggie style. Alright, going on to the fifth episode in season three. Glenn receives Herschel permission, Herschel's permission to marry Maggie, and he finally understood what the pocket watch really meant. Glenn manages to get a ring that he took from a walker and proposes to Maggie, who accepts. Now, let me pose this question to you guys, all right? You know, uh, the man you're in love with gives you a ring from a dead corpse, a walking dead corpse. Is that a sweet moment or is that a WTF, what are you doing moment for you guys? For me, that would be kind of creepy, uh, you know. But you got to put them. You got to put yourselves in their place. The world is over. There's a lot more dead people walking than living. Uh, Brian writes, "It's a sweet moment." Uh, Salah is giving us a smiley love face. Andrew Valentine has joined us on Instagram. Welcome, Andrew. Love the floating love hearts on Instagram, guys. Keep them coming. Um, Star Guitar writes, I love how Glenn was shopping the walkers for the ring. Uh, Summer also says, heck yeah, sweet. Only thing missing for me is he didn't get on one knee. So it's totally cool with you guys getting a ring off a walking dead corpse. That doesn't creep you out. You would put that ring on... No problem. No questions asked. Uh, you know, I don't remember if he actually told her where he got it from. Uh, you know, I, I don't remember if he told her if she really knew the origin of that ring. And I'm pretty sure she wouldn't. She didn't ask. But I don't remember if he revealed that information to her. Saz says, yeah, because the other choice... Uh, did he have, what other choice did he have? Exactly. I don't know. Maybe go scavenge a jewelry store. I don't know. That's just me. But anyway, um, yeah. So Glenn manages to get the ring from the reanimated corpse. You could see how much Glenn really loves her when he says to Daryl, I care more about her than I care about me. Now, moving on to season four. The prison gets destroyed by the governor. Herschel gets killed, and uh, the two lovebirds get separated in the mayhem. Maggie leaves with Sasha and Bob, and though there were times she felt like breaking down, she never gave up hope of finding Glenn and was ready to go at it alone if she had to. She even marked numerous walls and signs with walker blood, for Glenn to see and follow, telling him, hey, I'm heading to Terminus. You, you know, that's where I'm going to be. Uh, she does finally find him in that tunnel scene that a lot of us have not forgotten about, the reunion of Glenn and Maggie in the tunnel. Trump, uh, trapped with a bunch of walkers, she rescued him with the help of Abraham and his group, and they spent the night just holding each other. Maggie then burns the photo of her that Glenn had kept and tells him he never needs a picture of her again, implying that they were never going to ever be separated again. In a heartwarm... You know, that, that should have been foreshadowing to us because we know stuff never works out the way it's supposed to in the Walking Dead universe. In a very heartwarming moment in that tunnel... Maggie also said, kind of like asking those guys, in reference to Abraham, Eugene, and Rosita, to hold off saving the world while you go look for your wife. Glenn chuckles and says, I'm a persuasive guy. This just shows the level of love that they had for each other. After escaping Terminus in Season 5, they take refuge with, along with the rest of the group in Father Gabriel's church, while Maggie and Glenn agree to go to Washington, to, to Washington, and escort to uh, escort Eugene, who is our claimed scientist, who is nothing but a big fat liar at the time. 
And if you guys also remember that scene, Abraham and Rick almost came to blows about the whole Washington, D.C. decision. Uh, when Eugene, uh, when his lie is revealed, they return to the church to reunite uh, with Carl, Michonne, and Gabriel. Accepting to go on this mission really shows us what the couple are ready to do for the greater good as long as they are in it together. Uh, things don't go easy, though, with Glenn's disappearance early in Season 6. This is when we all thought Glenn had died off of falling off the dumpster with Nicholas, who shot himself. It's during this time that Maggie reveals to Aaron that she is pregnant with Glenn's baby. Things do brighten up a little bit when she sees balloons go floating in the sky, knowing that those were a sign from Glenn. Just like the sign Maggie left for Glenn, directing him to Terminus, this time it's Glenn leaving breadcrumbs for Maggie to let her know that he's still alive and he goes back and he discovers that Alexandria is pretty much overrun and under siege by the walkers outside its walls. Cat uh, writes, that was so sweet. Uh, CC Weezy loved that. CC Weezy says, I loved when Herschel gave Glenn the watch and told him to go on before he changed his mind about him. Uh, Brian writes, save wife is greater than save world. Khaleesi on YouTube writes, that's what made me love them more than never gave up on finding one another. Brian also adds, Lauren and Ross pulled that scene off so well. Exactly. Speaking about Maggie and Ross Marquand, who plays Aaron. Uh, Anderson is with us on Instagram saying hello. Hello, Anderson. Kayla is waving at us on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rock writes, I wish they could never walk in their game or another Walking Dead show. Uh, just scrolling up to the chats here, guys. Rock Lee is waving at us on Instagram. We are getting close to time. Let's see if we can finish this up. <clears throat> Now, when Alexandria is overrun by the walkers, Glenn makes a final stand in order to save Maggie, taking down many walkers in the process. And if it wasn't for Sasha and Abraham, he would have been done right then and there. Sacrificing himself for her, not knowing if he'll make it, just proves the compassion, the love, and the amount of respect that they each have for one another. As time passes, the group finally stands up on their feet again. They make a huge mistake and attack the Savior outpost. And I'm sorry, guys, but that even though Maggie was involved in that deal, that final decision lay squarely on Rick's shoulders. He's the one that gave the go-ahead, and he stepped in some poop in that one. Uh, this, of course, does lead to Glenn's death, as we all know, in the season 7 premiere, where we get to meet Negan. And uh, one of the most dramatic scenes, Glenn's last words were, Maggie, I'll find you. Although Maggie is beyond grief and is absolutely heartbroken, her strength shines through and she uses the time at Hilltop, Hilltop to heal grieve and prepare to take down Negan and his saviors in an act of vengeance. When Rick allowed Negan to live, he took away the one thing that Maggie was holding on to, the one thing that was gave her strength to keep on going and fight. For Maggie, Glenn was not just a husband and a father to their yet unborn son, Herschel, he was also a symbol of hope, of the good that was left in the world. <clears throat> so you could see why Rick's decision to spare Negan, he was honoring his son. Maggie saw it as a dishonor to the man who saved Rick numerous times, including in the series Pilot from the Tank, her husband Glenn. 
Um, let's see. But, you know, as time passes and Negan is reduced uh, to shambles, he wants to die. He just doesn't have the guts to do it himself. Maggie's search for vengeance died with the old version of Negan, and she is satisfied seeing him rot in the prison alive for the rest of his life. Now, let's see what her reaction is going to be when she comes back and she sees good old Negan has received uh, time off for good behavior. Is she going to buy that? We know that Maggie... Uh, Maggie's character uh, has gone, has undergone a change. This has come from Lauren Cohen herself. The old Maggie, it's not going to be the Maggie that we're going to see again in this next episode. She has completely changed. I think the whole Maggie, Negan, uh, seeing each other thing is not going to be as big as a deal as we all think it is. I think it might be a scene or two. They might exchange some words. I'm not saying they're going to become best buddies, but I really don't think uh, the writers are going to make that big of a deal about it. Uh, Khaleesi writes, Rip my heart out. Brian on YouTube writes, Maggie won't be happy. He's free. She will lose it. You know, uh, Brian also goes on to write, I think Maggie's more political now. Yeah. You know, she is. She absolutely is. Like I said, my opinion, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, I think they're just going to, you know, address it in a couple of scenes. They are going to have an exchange of words. I think we're going to see Negan apologize to her. Uh, depending on how much Maggie has changed, we'll see if she accepts that apology or not. I'm assuming no. Not at first, at least. But who knows? Maybe by the middle of season 11, Maggie and Negan become very good allies. I mean, you never know. You really never know in this world. Uh, whether or not she feels Negan can be redeemed after his release is going to be a story that we just have to wait and see. So, in conclusion, the story of Glenn and Maggie is realistically portrayed as they go through many life-changing experiences together. And even after death, claims Glenn, he still lives on through Maggie and, of course, their son, Herschel. And with that, guys, we are out of time for tonight. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been fantastic sharing this hour with you. Don't forget, visit our website and keep visiting it often. That's where you're going to find the latest updated news on who our guests are going to be in the weeks to come and days to come. So keep checking our website, deadtalklive.com. Please also go to our YouTube channel, which is called Walking Dead Now. And subscribe if you have not yet done so. If you're there right now, please give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this broadcast. I'll be back on the air again tomorrow night, guys. Same time. Remember, this Saturday is the end of our first season of Dead Talk Live. We're going to enjoy a whole one day off before coming back on the air Monday, October 5th, to discuss the Walking Dead finale with a surprise hopefully till then guys stay safe stay walking